Welcome to Love You Most. So many of you guys love the kind of informal episode last week where I just answered all of your questions that you guys had. And there were so many questions that you guys submitted that it was really nice to just connect with you guys in that way. And I definitely want to do that more often. Let me know on the Love You Most pod Instagram or in the reviews if you guys liked the little Q&A like episode and if you want more episodes like that. I feel like it just was really nice to connect with you guys in that way because I just like, I don't know, there isn't really a way to connect with you guys other than like the little question boxes and stuff over on the Love You Most Pod Instagram. So let me know if that's something that you guys want to have more often. I will be dropping the question box back into the Instagram stories on Monday. I didn't this week because this episode is a fun one. And if you guys are here, you guys already know what it's about, but we are going to be talking all things books. And it makes me excited because if you guys don't follow me on like every platform, I actually share a ton about books over on YouTube. I have a whole booktube where I give a bunch of book recommendations. I talk about books. I It's kind of like a book club, honestly, for like friends. And I've never done a bookish episode before. So this is really going to depend on like whether whether I do this episode again is going to depend on whether you guys like this or not. Because if you don't, I will literally not do this again because I want you guys to like enjoy this space and this community. But I kind of feel like it would be fun to have like a bookish episode like once a month or like every few weeks or something. So I don't know. Give me your thoughts. Like I don't want to talk to like a blank wall. Let me know. You can message me on Instagram or you can message me on TikTok. You guys can do all the things, but just let me know if this is something you want to see. And if it's not, let me know what your favorite type of episode is, whether it's like learning to love yourself or episodes about solo dates or episodes about relationships. Let me know. I have tons of really exciting episodes coming and I've actually planned out through the rest of the year. But in the new year, I kind of want to do like, um, I don't know, like a, what's the word? Not a poll because that's not the word, but I want to hear from you guys now. So that way when I plan for the year, I'll be able to like have a good idea of like what your favorite types of episodes are. And obviously I can see in like the backend analytics of like what you guys like or listen to, but I don't know. I just want to hear from you, like what your thoughts are and what's resonating with you. So uh, let's get into this episode. We won't have the Q&A in this episode, but it'll be back next week. And I will leave the Q&A box on Monday on the Love Me Most Pod Instagram to drop any questions you have in there. And I will answer every single one as always. I'm not including it into this episode because last week we had so many questions that I feel like you guys got your questions in. And or at least you got your questions answered. So we'll be back stronger, better than ever next week with the questions. And this week is all about books and I think it'll be fun. So we are going to be talking about how to read more books and all other bookish things, but we're really going to start with how I started reading books. I started reading when I was, I don't know, I think seven was when I like really, really got it. Like, of course you read before that, you like know words, but like it didn't really click for me as something that I enjoyed until I was probably about seven. And 
I started picking up books and actually before I like it really clicked with me, I actually had a hard time kind of learning to read. And then when it clicked, it clicked, like literally did not want to put a book down. My dad would take me to the library or my mom would take me to the library and they actually had to put a limit on how many books I could get at the library. And I didn't really go to like bookstores super often because I was like, what's the point of owning books? Like, why not just go to the library? And at the time we lived right around the corner from the library. So it made a lot of sense for me to just like get the books from the library, bring them home, read them, and then like send them right back. And I feel like now I don't necessarily like... I don't know, go to the libraries often because it's like a 20 minute drive from my house, which isn't bad. But I like, as I got older, I would forget to like take my library books back. And that's just like not something that you can do. So as a kid, I would actually go weekly. My parents would take me and sometimes I would actually ask them to go like twice a week, but they usually would keep it to weekly because my bookly limit, bookly limit, wow, I don't even know if that's a word, but my book limit was 17 books. Like, I don't know what it was about that number. They were like, not 20, that's too much. Not 15, that's too little. You can get 17 books. So I would go to the library, get 17 books, and this was probably all the way up until like I got my driver's license. Um, they would take me to the library, I would go pick out a ton of books. But I think towards like, I don't know, maybe like end of high school age, I wasn't reading as much like Twilight and stuff came out. So I was still reading books like that. I still really enjoyed reading. But I think that I felt a little like weird because I didn't have any friends who were really like excited about reading. And I remember I had friends at the time who would kind of like make fun of readers and and just like, I don't know, it made me feel weird. And at the time I wanted to fit in so badly with people that I just, just kind of like, I don't know, not be very vocal about my love of books. And I would just let them kind of make fun of readers and I didn't really say anything. And so because I wanted to fit in so bad, I kind of like pushed down my love of reading because I didn't want people to know that I was reading as much as I was, which is kind of sad now that I think about it because there were so many years I could have been reading more, but I do still like remember reading like Sarah Dessen's books. And I read like the perks of being a wallflower in high school. I read, um, Marcus Kozak's, uh, the messenger. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones looking for Alaska, books by John Green, The Fault in Our Stars. I'm pretty sure all of those came out like in my like senior year, junior year. So I was still reading, but I just wasn't reading like as much. And of course, I was obsessed with the Twilight series like everyone was at the time. I think that's actually my only like fantasy series I've really ever read. Um, some of my siblings were into fantasy, but I never got into that. So that's kind of like how I started reading and how it kind of started to dwindle. And my favorite types of books that I've always enjoyed are romances and thrillers. I think when I was younger, I didn't really read thrillers as much. I read mostly like mysteries like Nancy Drew or I Am the Messenger, 13 Reasons Why, books that kind of have like a 
subplot of like a thriller or a mystery or something but it wasn't like super heavy on like the thriller mystery part and it usually would have like some other like coming of age story or something like that in it and those have always been my favorite types of books and they still are like now that i think about what i read and i honestly think if you're trying to get back into hobbies that you loved as a kid one of the biggest tips i can give is to think back to like what exactly you liked as a child like just down to a t like so if you liked reading books think about the genres you liked or if you had a certain style like think about how you would dress and like wear that now and i feel like you'll feel so emboldened to like be comfortable being yourself like there's just something so healing about connecting with your childhood self because i feel like our childhood self is who we truly are or wanted to be at one point in time and it is just like beautiful to be able to like be that person as an adult because i don't know you kind of get to a point i feel like you don't want to or where you don't want to like show your true self and you kind of push that child like self away like coloring and you know doing puzzles and things so those are my favorite types of tropes and i feel like i still stick to those i've definitely been branching out a little bit more like i just bought fourth wing i know i know hand claps for me i just bought fourth wing, fourth wing and i'm actually gonna do a fantasy video over on um my youtube channel all about like fantasy books i'm reading um i bought shatter me i also bought powerless which you guys are actually getting a jump on this because i haven't even like shared on youtube that i bought powerless yet it's gonna be in a vlog coming up really soon um where i like unbox it and stuff but I have powerless i have fourth wing i have shatter me and i think those are the only like fantasy books that i can think of off the top of my head that I have. And I think those are going to be the three that I read in the video. It might be a long video though, because those are some thick books and I am a little nervous about them, but I'm also excited. So those are the genres that I have enjoyed and I've been branching out to read different genres. Like I've read dark romances, I've read fantasies recently, and they've been enjoyable, enjoyable, or I haven't read fantasies yet, but I'm going to be reading them soon. And the dark romances were really enjoyable. I want to read different types of genres just to kind of like dip my toe into it because I really did like the dark romances, like mafia romances, I think are fun. Like I read Brutal Prince um, by Sophie Lark and um, I read Still Beating by Jennifer Hartman. Wasn't my favorite, but it was still fun to like jump into that. And what got me back into reading, like honestly, it makes me really excited thinking about this because I stopped reading pretty much cold turkey in college. I was so stressed. I was trying to read, but then I would, uh, I don't know, like I would read books, but they weren't books I wanted to read because I was an English major. And so we were reading a lot of like period pieces, a lot of the classics, and I just didn't like that. And so I kind of felt like maybe my reading era was over because I didn't like those books. And now as an adult, I can confidently say I will love reading forever. And I think it's because I know that there are so many different genres and that I shouldn't like, I don't know, put myself in a box. And I think in college, I felt like if I wasn't reading the classics or I wasn't reading self-help books and I wasn't like a true adult, I will literally read like YA, middle grade. I'll read high school books. I'll read like literally anything that is of interest to me. And not to say that like YA is definitely like not my favorite genre. Sometimes it can be 
a little too like young for me at times. Sometimes I do really enjoy it, but there are certain genres where I just like feel like it shouldn't really matter like the age of who's reading it because like if you like it you like it especially romance when i think about romance i think sometimes people look at people who read romances like silly or like they don't have a ton of depth but i just think that that's not true and so i've really been sticking to what i love which is like romance and thrillers and what got me back into reading was when i was in college and i kind of was just like over the classics all of those things. I ended up dropping out of college, as I've told you guys many times, and I got a management position that I just absolutely loved. And so I started diving into like, I don't know, books about like behavioral things and like learning how to deescalate like um, high stress situations. And I started reading for like fun in a way. It was definitely still for work, but it was still like of interest. It was like the first things that I really started like looking at and being like, wow, this is actually like interesting. So it piqued my interest a bit, but not enough for me to be like, okay, I'm going to pick up a book. I think what really made me pick up a book was in 2020. And so many of us were just like at home and I was working a remote job. So I was at home literally all the time and I wanted to do different things. And so I picked up books. I also picked up baking like so many of us i think we made like banana bread and like we're on tiktok being silly and fun and i ended up picking up books and fell in love with reading again and now i will say the books i picked up at the time were still more of like the self-help type books because again i felt like well you're in your late 20s like you should be reading like adulty books and that's what like dipped my toe into reading and i can't even remember what the first book i read was that was like for just straight fun i think maybe it was like a colleen hoover book or something like that because i had read her books in 2013 so like in college and her books were books that i could just finish within like 24 hours i think i read hopeless in 2013 like when it first came out and i remember when I was working with neurodivergent children and families, I like let my friend borrow it because I was like, oh my God, this book is so good. And she read it and she's like, wow, this is amazing. So no one really talked about Colleen Hoover for like a few years after that. She was definitely big then, but I feel like she didn't like blow up until probably 2020. And I think that's when I jumped back into her books whenever I saw that everyone was reading um, some of her books again. And then I think that that was like really one of the first books that got me back into reading. Now, I definitely have like fine tune what I read a lot more than like what I used to. I feel like what I read now is definitely different. Like back then I would read things that people were like hyping up and I would read like what everyone else said was good. And now I really know my taste. Like I love the friends to lovers genre or trope. That's my favorite trope of all time. Um, I also love like fake dating. I think that's really fun. Honestly, all the tropes are really good, but the ones I think I love the best are like second chance romance, um, friends to lovers, or anything that has a friends to lovers trope in it. Like if it's friends to lovers and fake dating or friends to lovers and second chance romance or something like that, my absolute favorite. Love it so much. And any books with like a ton of dialogue, those are my absolute favorites. So that's kind of what got me back into reading, just like being at home all the time. And I would say now, like I can't shut up about books. Like obviously you guys are here. I'm talking about it on this podcast. I talk about it on YouTube. I talk about TikTok, on Instagram, literally everywhere. Um, so 
I think the biggest tip I can give to you if you're wanting to read more books, which I feel like you definitely do if you like clicked on this episode, from someone who has always been busy, like whenever I was in my old director position, I definitely didn't have time. When I was in college, I worked 40 hours a week and I also had like a volunteer job and then I had a job as a waitress that was outside the 40 hours. So I don't even know. I think I work like maybe two shifts or something. So that was like usually between five to seven hours per shift. So maybe 14 extra hours a week. I was a working woman. I was always working and I didn't read a ton again in college, but I still dabbled in it a tad. And in high school, I was also busy then. And I still like kept up with reading. I was in theater in high school. And if you guys don't know anything about theater, the like practices, like rehearsals and stuff go super late. So literally like right after school ends, you might be in rehearsal until like 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night. So it was definitely busy, busy days. And I still would read. Now as an adult, I am wildly busy because I have my own business and I don't have any, I don't have an assistant or anything. We also have real estate. We're working on a renovation on our house, just thing after thing after thing. And I think the biggest thing that helps me read more books, like if I could just tell you one thing to help you read more books, I would say that you should wake up early to read. And I know that this probably sounds like you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. But it works wonders. I wake up at 5 a.m. or 5.30 every single day to read. And I give myself grace. Like if I want to go back to sleep, I can do that. Or, oh my gosh, thinking about sleep is literally making me yawn because I woke up again this morning to read. But you get to a point where you're so excited to read that you just like can't not read. Um, and I just like get so excited to wake up even if I stay up late at night because I want to pick up my book and I want to read it. And speaking of books, I'm going to give you guys some book recommendations after I give you these tips on like how to read more. But if you want a whole episode just full of book recommendations, let me know. I feel like this is this episode's more of like a basis of why I love reading and how I came to read and all of that stuff. But I could literally do an episode just about like books coming out that I'm excited about, book recommendations, or just like answering your bookish questions, all the things. Um, another tip that I can give if you want to read more is to embrace reading anytime and anywhere. Like I will literally bring my book or my Kindle scribe with me to get my oil changed. And while I'm sitting in the waiting room, I will be reading a book or I'll take it just like the most random places. One time Brady and I were going on a date and I like left the house and I was like, oh shoot, I forgot my book. And he's like, you're going to be reading your book on our date. And I was like, no, like I'm not, but like, I always have to bring a book with me because you never know. And he was like, okay, like sure. You're not even going to crack his book open. Literally he stopped to get gas, pulled over the car, like had to like fill up at the gas station. And while we were at the gas station, pulled out my book. Did I read a ton? No, I probably read like maybe four pages or something. Cause like we got gas, he went inside, paid. He also got like a snack or something, maybe a coffee. I forget what he got, but I ended up reading. And that's the thing is like when you replace reading with like just doom scrolling, you read so much more. I just can't even explain. And another thing that will like help you read more books is, or just like have the ability to read more like more time is to find a bookish community. I feel like having booktube and 
like book talk, bookstagram, all the things has helped me be so much more like connected to just books and authors and what's coming out and get excited about things. It's kind of like when you have a bunch of friends who are watching the same TV show every week. Like it's the same with a book. Like if you don't read very often and you like have a bunch of friends reading the same thing, it's going to encourage you to read. Just like if you have a bunch of friends watching a TV show and you want to be a part of the conversation, like you're going to watch the TV show so you can be a part of it. So having a bookish community really, really helps with that. And another tip for how to read more books is to like actually read books you enjoy. Now this kind of goes back to what I was saying before. I feel like for so long, I just would read things that people would recommend to me, or I would read things that I felt an adult should read like classics or books on growth and self-help and stuff. But now I will literally read anything my heart desires. I don't care the age range. I don't care how it looks. I don't care if the cover is chuggy or silly or looks I don't know. Like, I don't care. Like, I will read what I want to read because reading is supposed to be fun. And in the same way that people watch things for fun and they'll watch whatever they want, like books are the exact same way. We all have different tastes. And another thing that will help you to read more books is to swap your screen time with reading or just swap something that you do often outside of reading with reading. So if you watch a lot of TV or if you scroll a lot or if you just maybe have another hobby, just swap it out with reading. And I'm not saying one is better or worse than the other because I think that they all have their place. But I feel like if you're able to swap it out, it's gonna just allow you to read more books. I don't really watch TV like at all anymore. I watch football on Sunday or Monday, like if the Raiders come on. That's pretty much it. I'm not really watching. And I don't even really watch on Thursday for real unless it's literally the Raiders. But like, I just love reading. So anytime I'm watching something, I'm always thinking I could be reading right now. And it just gets me excited for like picking up a book when I start thinking about it. And another thing that helps me to read more books is to find a song or like a playlist that fits the mood of the book. I read A Thousand Boy Kisses by Tilly Cole. And this book, I swear, there are so many playlists, so many playlists that are online that are on Spotify that you can like pull up that perfectly fit the vibe of the book and it makes the book feel like a movie. Another way to read more books is to always carry a book with you. And this kind of goes into like what I was saying before about like just making sure you have a book on hand um, and like reading in like different or unique places. If you always have a book, you are always going to be able to read like no matter what downtime you have. And another way that I, another thing that helps me read more books is to track my reading. I feel like anytime you make a goal for yourself, it can be like really fun to track and like see how many pages you've read. Like even if you don't want to track like how many books you've read a month or a year, if you track like how many pages you've read or track like things like that, I feel like just tracking things is like a really easy way to make sure you're doing the thing that you enjoy. And the last thing that really helps me to read more books is to make reading a part of your routine by at least reading 10 minutes a day. Now, before I would wake up at 5 a.m., I would read, literally, it would be like in the morning for 10 minutes, right when I woke up, and then at night for 10 minutes. So I would read, or I think it was 15 minutes. Yeah, it was 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes a night. So I'd read 30 minutes a day. And that's how I started. Like back in 2020, When I just got back into reading, I was like, I don't really have time, but I can do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night. 
And that's how I started. And it just like snowballed into now I wake up at 5am and read for literally hours. But I feel like if you don't have a ton of time, at least try to set aside 10 minutes in your day. And don't tell me you don't have 10 minutes because it, I promise you have it in there somewhere. Like, and maybe, maybe it feels like you don't because life is so busy. But when I think about like, you know, how often we scroll on our phone or we will watch TV or how often we'll literally just like sit for like, I don't know, however long, like after dinner, sometimes I'll literally just sit at the table because I'm just like tired and I want to do something, but it's almost like my brain can't like think about what I should do or what I could do. Like, I just don't want to make any decisions. Maybe it's decision fatigue. I don't know, but I'll just like sit there. And that is like now a time where I picked up a book. So I put a book near the table. So after Brady and I finished dinner, before I like muster the energy for us to like go and clean the kitchen together, I will literally like read a book. (laughs) And it just, in those little moments, it makes a big difference. So for book recommendations, I will do a whole video of book recommendations if that's something that you guys want to um, have like in the future, or maybe I can give like more tips for reading, but I'm going to share some of my favorite authors and book recommendations. I think that's a little bit easier. Some of my favorite authors are Kennedy Ryan. She has great books that are so good. If you want to like have a good cry or just like feel a lot of emotion, Kayla Jenkins Reid has an incredible book books for women who just like want more female empowerment, like women in sports or, and these are all like fiction, um, her books for the most part, but they do have a subplot of romance. I've read like five of her books, love them. Um, I also, there's so many other authors, Emily Henry. Oh my gosh. Her books just tell so much about life and love and learning to love yourself. And I feel like her books are like really good for people in their twenties. I think if you're new to reading, if you're new to reading, there's different books I would recommend. So Take a Chance by Mieko May is a book that is only 80 pages. And I always recommend short books to new readers because I feel like they really pull you in. Lauren Lane also writes a lot of good books. To Sir With Love is a one that I really loved. It was happy. It was fluffy. It was easy. It was fun. Um, and I'm always here for the rom-com vibes. For thrillers, Frida McFadden, I think, is my favorite thriller author. Um, She wrote Never Lie, and she also wrote The Housemaid, which, like, blew up last year. Everyone loved it. But I personally think that Never Lie is, like, even better. And then for the last little recommendation, Sharila Pina also writes really good books. She wrote The Couple Next Door. Love that book. And she has so many other great thrillers that I feel like if you want to be on the edge of your seat, you should definitely check out her books. But that is the end of this episode. I hope you guys loved the bookish chats. And if you want more like this, make sure to leave a review. I always love reading your reviews on um, the podcast. And I guess I can read one right now. I actually got one from you guys from last week. And I always leave a little Q&A over on Spotify. So if you don't want to like leave a review on um Apple Podcasts, you can like leave a little thing over on Spotify. I just leave like a little Q&A. And Allie, she said five days ago, she said love. And that is honestly, you don't even need to say much. That alone made my day. I saw it and absolutely just smiled. The biggest smile made me so happy. So thank you for your review, but also thank all of you for so many reviews. I think there's 33 ratings so far over on the... um 
podcast um what's it called reviews i did get one like negative review and it did make me feel a little sad and i think it's because i'm still very new to like learning how to like do this like i'm literally just a girl i'm just a girl who's sitting on a bed by herself with a mic plugged into her macbook and i bought the mic off of amazon and i don't even know if it's a good mic i just I feel like it is because I've listened back to some of my episodes and like no one's complained about it yet, but I'm just a girl. Like I'm just a girl trying something new and I try to give myself grace when I try new things because it's definitely scary. And I think that being vulnerable is also super scary and like opening up and sharing my thoughts, sharing how I've healed, sharing how I'm a different person, like all of those things it is not easy to just like share, especially for me, because I'm a very like closed off person when it comes to that, like just being, I don't know, open with my feelings. So I don't know, it made me a little sad, but then I started looking at all the other reviews and it just made me feel so happy. Like one of you guys said, I love this podcast so much already. I'm 22 years old and all the things you've talked about in this first episode are things that have been wor I've been worried about lately. I'm so excited for future episodes. I think that was like the very first episode. Another uh, review said, I'm 28 and feeling everything of what Shaughnessy said in the first episode and excited to hear more. It's what I needed to hear. I love that you have a podcast. Thank you for your content. Continue paving the path of many more. Another review says, absolutely loving the podcast. It feels like just chatting with a good friend over a cup of coffee. I really love how the vibes are very relaxed. Looking forward to listening to more episodes and watching this podcast develop over time. And these are all from May. And this is the last one from May. Love it so much. Keep up the good work. Your podcast is something I look forward to during the week. Smiley face. And I think the last review I had was like October 7th and I've already read that one or maybe it was October. Yeah, it was October 7th and October 8th um, was the not so nice one. So those are the last two that I got. So definitely leave a review. They mean so much. I'm still learning, but also this community makes me feel so happy just to like be able to chat and just freaking be besties, just hanging out. So I love you most more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys.